Good evening. It's a beautiful Monday night. It's late at night. I'm Lenny. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to my enemies, to my fifth cousin, to anyone else who's listening. Thank you for the support. Like, subscribe, share. Destroy the like button or else. And it's the time to destroy the like button. You love how everyone does that in their YouTube videos. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty funny. Um, I'm wearing sunglasses even though it's night. Why? I don't know. But that's what I'm doing. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit tonight about college education and what it means to be educated. I consider myself an educated person. I don't really know. I would say in some aspects, yes. But something you hear a lot today is so-and-so has the right to talk about such-and-such because they're educated. They're an educated person. What does that even mean? Does it mean college-educated? I think in a lot of cases that's what it means. Um, But also people will say, you need to educate yourself. Read a book. Most people who say that have never read a book in the last 30 years of their life and uh, won't read books. But I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience with school because I've had a lot of time to sit and think about it and like I mentioned last time I I feel like I'd been drinking out of a fire hydrant or a, a hose of water for literally like three four years straight and uh, now I'm having the time to to think back and digest a lot of the information I learned and how it changed me as a person because it surely did change me as a person mentally Um, I grew up thinking I would never go to college and never wanting to go to college, um, mostly because it was something my parents wanted me to do. And a lot of times as a kid, I was a contrarian. I just, and I am in a lot of ways now still, I'm not going to pretend like I'm not in some ways because I definitely am. Um, but I just never really saw the value in college. I mean, I did, but I didn't at the same time. I don't know. I was just an idiot, like most teenagers are. Um, But I I came back from my mission, and I went to college. And uh, for the first, like, year, year and a half, I didn't quite understand what I wanted to do. And I struggled big time. I didn't get the best grades. I had a very hard time remembering to do assignments. I had a hard time caring enough sometimes, which is crazy, especially when you're paying for this. Um... I just knew that it would look bad if I didn't go to college and people would question me if I didn't go to college and whatever. Um, But in reality, um, I felt like I may have done better and finished a lot sooner if I would have just known what I was going to do right as I got there. Another problem I had when I started was I went to a local community college for a little bit. I went to a close university to my house where I grew up. And that place sucked. Don't ever go to Weaver State. It's the worst college in North America. By far. At least in Utah, anyway. Go anywhere. Go to Utah Polytechnic. But don't go to freaking Weaver State. Oh my gosh, what a joke. Go to Western Governors instead or Utah State. I'm, I'm an Aggie, and I always will be an Aggie. 
anyway, part of my problem was, is that I kind of was bouncing around through these schools. I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but not really. I just didn't really have the conviction, I think, or confidence. Um, but I also felt like I wasn't at the right school for me. I didn't really feel like there was any, there was as much understanding or care from a lot of my professors, especially because I had some unique circumstances like getting in a car accident, dealing with things that happen after traumatic accidents, you know, on the surface and below the surface, you know, in your mind, there was a lot of, I guess there was a, a big portion of a lack of understanding, which I can understand if you haven't been through it, then hard to understand. I, I guess maybe like a lack of empathy. Anyway, that's not really the point. It's not anyone's job to make me feel welcome at school. I don't care. But when there was times where I really could have used, you know, a, a kind professor or someone who could just empathize with how I was going through, that probably would have made a difference. Anyway, so I decided to go to Utah State and I decided, okay, I want to go to law school or to business. Like, this is what I want to do. And uh, my first interaction with Utah State was amazing. And it was back in high school. And we went to this uh, cadaver lab up at Utah State. I was in this medical anatomy and physiology class, which was awesome. And uh, Utah State invited our class up to check out the cadaver lab, which was pretty crazy. I mean, we go in there and there's uh, a person's head, a person who's been deceased, and their head is cut exactly in half. And so you walk in and you see a head and you're like, okay. And then you walk around the other side and then you see what the inside of a head looks like and all other sorts of body parts. So it was actually really, really interesting. Not for those of the faint of heart, but I really actually love the human body. I love anatomy and I'm fascinated by the biology that, that we are as humans, if that even makes sense. But I'm fascinated by it and I love it. Anyway, that was cool. And I just remember being up there and like, this is sweet. Um, anyway, I was pleased to find myself up there and I just knew that I was gonna stay at Utah State and finish. And mostly I've looked at it like, okay, I just need to get this piece of paper, then I can move on to the next thing in life. A lot of times I feel like education and college education is paraded around as you just got to get, get your paper, move on, get a good job kind of thing. And I think some majors, it's very easy to, to have a guaranteed job once you graduate, but a lot of them aren't. Um, I went into history as my major after deciding between a couple of things. History is my major. And sociology is my minor, as I know I've probably said before. But I love history, and it was a lot easier for me to go to school loving what I was doing. And a lot of people, you know, when I've told them, yeah, I majored in history, they're like, oh, that's uh, nice. So what are you going to do with that? Are you going to teach? And it's like, no. I mean, I actually wouldn't mind being a teacher. I just would love triple the money that a teacher makes starting out. Maybe quadruple that or times that by 10. But, and teachers are very undervalued, I think, and they're great. And I would love to teach eventually. Maybe when I retire and I'm bored, I'll teach. But the point of studying history wasn't to teach, but part of it was to get a college education to get my bachelor's degree. Um, and that was kind of how I looked at it. I took a bachelor's of science route just based on where I was living. I couldn't take a bachelor's of arts and learn a language. I had to learn the sciences. So I spent a lot of time studying on the geology tract, meaning I learned a lot about Earth, the solar system, all the 
interesting stuff, not the most exciting. But I learned about a lot about the scientific process and about how studies work and how to read studies and how to interpret statistical data. And that's actually been really beneficial. Um, and with history, I thought I would just be learning about England and medieval England, and that's really what I studied for the most part. But I also studied, you know, a, a good portion of U.S. history. I studied a couple different classes of U.S. history, actually, Islamic history, and they did my history capstone pro- uh, project and military history, all, all sorts of cool stuff. And that was all fun, and I enjoyed it. But there was two things, well, yeah, two big things that I got from my college experience that I didn't really expect or believe I would get, and definitely two unintended rewards I got. Number one, as you can imagine, being a history major, I read and wrote a lot of papers, a lot of books, that kind of thing. I think my college total, I probably wrote over 100 papers. I'm pretty confident that I wrote over 100 papers. Not just like 100 pages, but probably more like two, 300 pages, 400 pages. If I was to get all of my stuff, it'd be a couple hundred pages for sure. Um, including my 25-page capstone project that I did at the very end. But I learned how to write, which was and has been a great a great tool. And I, I learned how to construct arguments, how to deconstruct arguments, how to understand how to frame arguments and understand what authors were trying to convey by whatever they write, which is really, really interesting and something I'm very glad that I learned from school. Another thing that I learned was that I actually love learning. I think that going to school at Utah State fostered something in me and made me realize that I love to learn. And being away from school for about a two months now, um, I feel so much like desire to keep learning. I haven't stopped learning. I've tried to learn every single day something new to read, you know, but something I, I'm so grateful for is that love to learn and it's going to be a lifelong thing. And I know that it will, but those are just two amazing things that I got from school. And so if anything, if you have the ability to go to school and it's not very expensive, at the very least, you're going to get an amazing education depending on where you go. But the beautiful thing is you can learn how to argue. You, know, you can learn how to understand, learn how to study, but also love to learn. And I've met a lot of people actually who hate to learn. Uh, they learn one thing and they're, they're ready to never learn again because they don't want to learn new things. Uh, but I don't know. I just I guess I'm not constructed that way. But school is really good for those two things. A lot of people look at it as, okay, school is good if you get a job. And in a lot of respects, I agree 100% with that. Why spend all this time and money in a lot of cases to go to school if you're not going to get a good paying job? Like, that's definitely part of it. But I feel way more round, well-rounded as a person and a lot happier with myself. And I can tell compared to when I wasn't in school to how I am now, I'm a completely different person. And uh, I'm just definitely grateful for that school experience. It's been great. I'm not going to give you advice on if you should go or not. I, I think it really depends. You know, if you if you want to work in a field and just make good money, I mean, you can always go to a, a trade school and do something in a year or two and be very successful and very happy. I don't believe college is for everyone. 
Um, one thing I had to an advantage with me was that I barely paid anything for college, maybe $1,000 out of my pocket. And that was just because I was married and I was working. And so I got a bunch of tax benefits, but I also got grants. And I was lucky enough to have grants as my GPA was rising pretty much every semester uh, that I was at Utah State. They kept giving me grants and then supplemental grants on top of that to cover almost all of my expenses, which was awesome. So I can't say enough, um, but I think what it means to be educated is to be able to speak with somebody, to have some knowledge about what you're talking about and what they're talking about. Um, but also I don't really believe it's as much about knowledge as it is kind of having an open mind and a willingness to learn. So I would say in that regard, maybe I am an educated person, but I'm not educated on everything. Um, so yeah, when people say, educate yourself, bro, read a book, you know, like I've, I've read literally probably a hundred more books than you have in the last like three years. And I have gone to school full-time while working full-time for the past three years. So I don't even care. I don't need those responses. Anyway, I don't know really what else to say other than it's awesome crap. School is good. And that's what it taught me. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like you can't learn logical reasoning, uh, being able to learn how to read studies, you know, writing, arguing outside of university. But I will say that you're far more likely to learn how to do it properly in university with professionals who can teach you. And that's something actually I always liked as well as I had a big variety of teachers. I had a lot of socialist teachers. I had some conservative, not as many conservative teachers. Um, and then teachers who you couldn't tell because they wouldn't bring up politics in the classroom, which I loved because in the classroom, a lot of times actually there's no room for politics depending on what you're studying. Um, anyway, it's pretty fascinating stuff. And just to hear from different perspectives, but that's the big thing. And I think that's one of the biggest things that college taught me or that I learned through working hard through college is that those tools to be able to read something to tell if it's bull crap have really come in handy lately, especially with all the crazy news and the, uh, the escalating tensions you could say. And I would say this, this is controversial, but I do believe that we are way too comfortable in this world because we're so bored. We think about previous generations you believe in evolution for billions of years, 4.6 billion years or whatever, to now organisms, humans, human ancestors, whatever, have always been struggling day to day to survive until the last like 100 years where it's been a little easier to survive every day, it seems. But now, I mean, we have COVID, we got these masks on sometimes we act like it's the worst thing in the world, but it's still nothing compared to two generations before us or three generations before us. And it's actually quite sad to see how weak-minded people are now. I do believe that a lot of people would rise to the occasion if we had to, like if we had a world war or something like that. I feel like people would rise to the occasion. But at the same time, I don't because I think we're too ideologically split. And it just makes it easier for our enemies to conquer us. But anyway, that's a topic for another time, but there's some pros and cons to school, so don't crap on anyone who's gone to school. 
because you're an idiot if you do. I've met lots of people actually that have done that. Um, they're just like, yeah, school's dumb. You don't need to go to school. And it's like, yeah, but you're like 30 years old and you've done nothing with your life and you're a waste of space. At least me going to school, I can at least write a half decent paper. Maybe I can even get it published. At least I know how to read, write and understand things, but you don't because all you do is consume social media and you live with your parents. I don't know. I'm not trying to say I'm better than anyone else or or even that going to school makes you better than anyone. I'm just saying that people who like lash out at people for going to school or talk like it's like really stupid or whatever, like, hey, you don't have to go to school if you don't want, but there's actually a lot of pros and cons to going to school. And I think that it, if you go to school and you do your best, you shall, you shall learn. You shall learn, freaks. And it goes for you too, my enemies. Just don't go to the school of... Uh, of bad decisions because that's stupid anyway that's all i have for tonight just some thoughts on this beautiful monday evening oh i did want to talk about a story about a freak that i had as a math teacher talking about school so when i was a junior in school in high school i had some rougher rougher times going on you know just it's hard being a teenager you don't quite know who you are yet in a lot of ways you feel like an adult, but you're treated like a kid kind of thing. It's hard. And your peers are all weird too, just like you. But I remember I had this math math class uh, junior year after lunch. We had like four periods a day. And then the period directly after lunch every other day was math for me. And this lady sucked. And her name was Miss Waller, if I recall correctly. And she was not that good of a math teacher, and she was a freak for a lot of different reasons. One thing she did that was just disgusting was that she would take off her shoes and socks in class, or a lot of times she'd just be wearing sandals. And uh, she would walk around barefoot in the dirty class, which school floors are filthy. I don't care who you are. I was a janitor. I know how freaking dirty those things can get. And uh, she would walk around barefoot. And she definitely fake tanned a lot because she was a freak. And she had these, like, fake nails that stuck out on her feet. It was disgusting. Yeah, filth. It was filthy. Disgusting, filthy. Don't ever do that. Anyway, she didn't like me. I really don't know why, but, like, from the start, I just didn't get the feeling she liked me. And I actually don't mind math so much. It was just right after lunch, and I was always super sleepy. And so this one time, she's just standing, and she would lecture for a whole hour and a half. And I would fall asleep almost every day, just because she's just sitting there just talking, just droning on and on, like the most annoying freaking person on this earth, and um, walking around, and I would usually put my my uh, my fist underneath my head and kind of just lean, and uh, I remember, so she would come over, she would come right over to me, she would stop in the middle of her lecture, and I'd be pretty much out of it, eyes closed, and then all of a sudden I'd feel like my fist like fall under my head. And I realized that she had grabbed my arm and she would just shove it to the side. So like my head would kind of fall and it would wake me up. She'd be like, you need to stay awake for my lectures. These are important. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, and she would do that all the time. And then this one day, um, she came up to my table and I fell asleep like my desk 
And then she started slapping the desk super hard in front of me. And it woke me up and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Um, and then once she came up and then put her hand like on top of my head and kind of patted it hard, like, hey, you need to wake up. This isn't cool. Sometimes she'd come over and like kick my desk. But the one day that like pissed me off more than anything is she comes up to me. Okay, first things first. I hardly ever wear pants. I never did in high school, ever, even in the freezing cold, usually. I'm totally asleep. Out. Probably had something great to eat for lunch. I'm out. Completely done. All of a sudden, I feel this, almost like this slicing of multiple knives going down my leg. And I wake up and I'm like, what in the hell is happening? And there she is, shoes off, with those disgusting nails she was digging them into my leg and dragging them down my leg. I am not even kidding. And I pulled my leg back. And I'm like, whoa, what the heck? She's like, you can't stay awake in my class. And I was like, I'm really sorry. It's after lunch. I'm kind of tired. And um, then the next time I had her class, I was so I was pissed. And no one really believed me that I told them, like my friends and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, that's weird, whatever. But like she seriously did that with her freaking disgusting toenails. Oh, man, I should have just, like, kicked her in the leg and, yeah, freaked out, thrown my desk at her computer or something, put a magnet on her hard drive. That would have done it. Anyway, I didn't, but the next time I had her class, I fell asleep again. She stops the lecture. She comes over to me. She says, Mr. Bowers, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And so I wake up, and uh, I'm like, hey, what's, I'm sorry, sorry, I fell asleep. She's like, I need to talk to you in the hall right now. So we go into the hall and she's sitting, standing there barefoot like a psychopath. And I hate this lady anyway. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, just like not even knowing what she's going to talk to me about. And she's like, so I have a question for you. Are you on drugs? And I was like, what? She's like, are you on drugs? I was like, uh, no. She's like, well, I find find that hard to believe. And I'm like, why? She's like, you fall asleep every day in my class. Usually people who are on drugs fall asleep all the time. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, Miss Waller. I literally feel tired after lunch every single day. But no, I'm not on drugs. You can call and ask my mom. You can send me to the office kind of thing. Like, I'm not on drugs. And I wasn't at the time. Or any time, really. So besides, like, some medication I had to have from a doctor when I was a sophomore, but I wasn't on drugs at all. And this freaking lady assumes that I'm on drugs, pulls me into the hall and like tries to lecture me about it. And I'm like, no, I'm not freaking on drugs. You can drug test me right now. I'll pee wherever you want. I'll pee in your classroom. I'll pee into your freaking disgusting coffee cup. What do you want? Test it. Test the urine. You want to test my urine? You can test my urine. She was a freak. Anyway, and I had enough, and she was like, you know, if you don't come and pay attention to my class, I can guarantee you you're not going to graduate high school, and you're not going to get above a 16 on the ACT section, on the ACT math section. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then the next time I had her class, I literally just walked all the way home, and I didn't go, and I didn't even care. I'm pretty sure, actually, I dropped out of her class and went to something else. Like I kind of just screwed around and I didn't take math and I'm like, Oh, I'll just do a a math packet, which I did and got an A, which was awesome. 
And I did better than she said on the ACT. I did much better in the math section, so she can screw off. And I graduated high school, and I don't know. Teachers like that suck, and teachers like that shouldn't be around kids, especially when you don't really know why they're teaching and, like, why they seem to hate kids or just kids who just fall asleep because they're freaking tired teenagers. You're asking them if they're on, if they're on drugs and assuming they're on freaking drugs when it's like, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and even if they are, it's like the freaking teenagers and they just need some support. I don't know. Anyway, teachers like that sucked and they didn't teach me anything. And teachers like her made me not want to go to school. But yeah, if you ever see anyone with fake toenails and they decide to come at you and scratch your leg, feel free to like handcuff their neck with a neck cuff or just beat the crap out of them because that's freaking disgusting. That kind of behavior... You, you not only deserve to be executed, but you deserve 15 years in a hard labor camp for that kind of infringement on people. That's some of the filthy, filthiest crap ever. It's, it's not as, it's not even as gross as like a hand with fake nails scratching you. Like that's pretty freaking gross. I've had someone come at me with long nails and try and cut my throat with them. That's a story for another day, but a friend of mine got really mad at me, came at my throat was trying to, to slice him with his disgusting long nails. And uh, he didn't succeed, of course, because here I am. But yeah, take someone's hand with these fake nails scraping you. Like, that's gross. But like, a freaking foot? Nah, like that's that's punishable by death in every situation. And if not death, the jury needs to determine 15, labor, 15 years in a labor camp. Anyway, I went way longer than I thought. Thanks for the support. Like, subscribe, share. It's late at night and I'm Lenny.